Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Tzav Chameshi, the fifth Aliyah in Parshas Tzav. It is a short Aliyah of eight Psukim running from Perakhes, Posak Yudalad to Posak Chof Aleph. The topic of our Aliyah is the sin offering of the anointing. Of the anointing. So we hear now that the Par Hachatas, this bull, which is the sin offering, is brought close. Aaron and his sons then place their hands on it. They do, do a smicha and we, the, that, that relates to the vidui, the confession, and they shecht it. So we hear about this blood. So the first sacrifice is made, the blood is taken and it's placed on the corners of the Mizbech, and the Mizbech is now um, purified. Um, and then the rest of the blood is poured down the base of the Mizbech. There are these little, um, there's, there's a pathway for the blood to, to, to flow there, and it is now atoned, lechaper olav, to act as an atonement. And then we hear about what happens to the chelev, the kerev, all the different pieces of the korbanos, which are brought on the Mizbech. Then um, we hear that the the, the skin and the flesh of this were all burnt. Everything is totally burnt, which is unusual. Usually a chattas is not totally burnt. It's one of the few exceptions. And then we hear about the El Ha'ola, the first of the um, the, the um, rams. There's two rams. So the, the Aaron and his children do a smicha on it. And and they put place their hands upon it. It is also slaughtered. And his blood is put around the sides of the Mizbech. And it was carved into its pieces, and and Moshe Rabbeinu burns the head, the Nesachim, and the Pader, all these different parts, and the rest of the insides are washed in water, and treated like an Ola, a burnt offering, as was commanded. So, we have about the first two Karbanas, the Parachatas and the El Ha'ola, the bull of the sin offering, and the burnt offering, which is of the ram. So, a few basic questions is, one, number one is there was no uh, uh, there was no korban chatas if you look at the parsha tzitzavah. Remember our sister parsha is the end of tzitzavah, which describes this whole ceremony there, which is the miluim, the inauguration ceremony. And in that version of it, we don't hear about a korban chatas. We just hear about a par. We have about two elim, two rams there, and a par and a bull. But here it's called parachatas. Why is that? So the Malbim explains, if you review the Torah in chronological sequence, then the Parshas Truman Tetzave actually occurred before the Chet Egel, before the sin of the golden calf, like the Ramban would have it, unlike Rashi. Then in that case, when the inauguration ceremony was originally commanded, there was no sin for which to atone. However, when this actually occurred, when it played out in real life, then there was the Chet Egel in between. Now the Mishkan took on an extra dimension of atonement. And that being the case, then this power, which up till now was just commanded to be here as this bull, now becomes the power hachatas, which explains, says Osnayim Torah, why it is that the vidui was done on this power. What vidui was done, he says, on it was because of the chet ha'egel. It was on the sin of the golden calf, and that's why Aaron is taking the lead in this. Um, is is uh, um, I mean, if you actually look at the word used to describe the smicha, it's vayismoch, and Aaron in singular and his sons placed his hands, meaning the main focus was Aaron placing his hands, as opposed to the El Ha'ola, which is in the middle of our Aliyah in Pasuk Yudches. If you contrast Yudalit to Yudches, you'll see there it's Vayismechu, they placed their hands. Why is it in singular by the power Hachatas, by this bull, which is a sin offering? Explains those Naim Torah because Aaron was the primary one who needed to do his atonement, because he was the one who took a lead on the Chet HaEgel. He was the one who suggested to the people to bring this, the, the, the Egel Hazav, and that's why this power is going to be its atonement as well. Now, finally, one last question is, what is Mizbeach being atoned for? What's the, the point of this Chitoyos, Kaporas HaMizbeach? Why is this necessary? What has the Mizbeach done? What's the problem over here? So Rashi explains this is to prepare it for future kaporas, meaning to say this is to 
you know, enable it to be ready that all future atonements that need to be brought upon it are going to be acceptable upon it. That's what's being described over here. However, the Malbim says that perhaps quoting the, this is quoting the Midrash Taurus Kohanim, that really it's referring to the future Korbanos or Korbanos brought by people as Nadavos, as um, voluntary sacrifices, when people would bring them simply out of peer pressure, not Laratzon. Meaning to say there's going to be times where people will come to the Mizbech and they'll bring their Korban and they're going to be so proud of their Korban. But really, technically speaking, their Korban was not because they wanted to, it was because their neighbor was doing it, their cousin was doing it, everybody else was doing it, and that's why they are doing it. So that's the only thing that they're actually uh, they're doing, um, and it's not because that. And that, that itself requires a kapara as well, just to show you the sensitivity of thought and emotion as it relates to the carbon process. With this, we conclude the fifth Ali and Pasha's time. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.